podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Some folks don't stop till they find the truth. June's Journey is a Roaring Twenties murder mystery hidden object game. Find your first clue by downloading June's Journey today. Available on Android or iOS devices and on PC through Facebook games. Welcome to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and today I'm delighted to be joined in the studio by Lawrence Conley. And live from Hungary where it's looking absolutely resplendent in the back garden. Uh, Kevin McCluskey, how are you doing sir? Yeah, I'm doing very well Paul, thanks. How about yourself? I'm, I'm absolutely perfect, I'm doing absolutely brilliant and I'm just going to bring up this John Boy Graham. Uh, no. I didn't jump jump on anybody anybody anybody's bus last night. Um, I was in my kip on account of uh, driving to London and back on Thursday. And if I wanted to put a message out, I'm pretty sure I would do it to the tens of thousands of people who watch Axom on a daily basis. And believe me, if I wanted to put a message out, it would have gone out before now. So no, I don't jump on anybody's bus, mate. Uh, so Scott Howe got it right. It was a fake account. Absolutely, yes. Uh, and it didn't spell. A lot of words correctly as well, so I'm really disappointed that you thought that was me. Um, Axom stands alone, mate. We do our own thing, not interested in anything else that's going on in the world of Celtic content. And today we are talking about Ross County. Uh, live in 30 minutes, we have the team lines. We're going to run through them first of all. Someone complained that we didn't read out the opponent's team couple of weeks ago so we'll also be looking at Ross County um, but before we do that Kevin I'm going to ask you first Malky Mackay obviously we know all about Malky um, he was building himself a managerial career down south and there was the scandal where he loses his job comes up works for the SFA and he started rebuilding his managerial career with Ross County. What he's done with Ross County has been mightily impressive this season. They're a hard team to beat. They have been a hard side for Celtic to beat this season. What kind of a challenge do you expect from Malky Mackay's team today? Uh, yeah, um, you know, for all that goes around Malky Mackay, whether he should even be involved in the game or not, uh, due to everything that's happened, that's a you know, different story. I think as a manager, he's he's doing a good job at rebuilding his reputation. I know, say as a manager up at uh, Ross County, as he said, they're a pretty difficult team to beat these days. Um, I was just checking out, kind of doing a, a quick bit of reco on them before we jumped on, and I hadn't realised they'd won the last three games in a row. So they're a side that's coming here on form, mm. and I have a bit of confidence about them with this. Um, they'll be well organised. 
I think that's kind of a, a staple of Mackay's teams wherever he's been. They're defensively going to be pretty solid. They'll come, probably look to park the bus a bit. I uh, don't think it would do them any favours to to kind of come out and take the game to Celtic, but they'll, they'll be stubborn to break down. They'll look to catch us in the break. Um, expecting another difficult game like we had up in Dingwall a few months ago. Um, but you look at that team that we've got and there's there's an attacking intent all throughout the team. I think we should be strong enough to win, but it's, it's going to be another tough game. I'm just hoping it's not as nerve-wracking as the last one and we can get it done before the 97th minute. I know. I, I keep thinking back to that. And also the the home game as well, Lawrence, because I think you've mentioned before that was a game where, you know, up until that breakthrough, Ross County did seem a very well-organised side, like Kevin was saying there, they were going to cause us a few problems. We got the breakthrough, we added another couple of goals on top of that. But the way that we've lined up is really with that attacking intent that, that Kevin McCluskey mentioned. We're going to run through... We're going to run through our team in a wee bit more detail, but um, Malky Mackay, if we're just going to focus on his managerial uh, performance this season, has done particularly well with Ross County, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah listen, definitely. I was actually thinking about him uh, as I was driving by the Burnside Hotel today. I saw the, the Queen's Park FC buses out there. I was thinking, geez, that's where we signed Malky from when it was the, the bank clerk. And, uh, We've got a couple of Queen's Park players back in the day, Simon Donnelly. Simon Donnelly, yeah, around about the same time. Uh, and you know in, in football I think you know he's got to be offered a, a chance for redemption I'm still holding him against him 96-97 where he the, the chance to clear that ball was it was bouncing over the line and he didn't and uh, and Rangers put it in and it, it spurred them on to their, their ninth title uh, in a row uh, but yeah listen he's, managerially he knows what he's doing doesn't he, he, he they're hard to beat teams, they'll be compact, they'll be behind the ball. It, it, it's nothing that we don't see, I suppose, 30 games a season uh, in the SPFL against this. So, it, I suppose Angie always says it's down to what we do, all about our football. It looks like Jot out in the right. Hopefully, you know, he gets a bit of his form back. Maeda and Yakamakis up front. There's goals in the team. Yeah. Uh, if we get an early goal, you know, it'll settle everybody's nerves, but I tell you what, Kevin said, you know, f- he hopes it's not a, a 98th minute winner. Listen, see if it is, and it's we've got three points at the end of the day. I, I really don't care what that happens, you know. Oh, come on, but for the nerves, Lawrence. Mate, I've already had a tough week. I thought it was a good idea, right? I'll just jump in the motor and go down to London and back. I'll just drive down and drive back in the same day. We had a video shoot down there. And you, you looked at me when I told you that today as if to say, what are you thinking about? I just look at on a map, Kevin, and say, you know, it's just in that straight road, it'll be fine. By the time I get up the road, I've been, I've been driving for 20 hours. I feel like my knees have been battered around because that big spacious area in your car becomes very small after about hour 14. And I had uh, cramp in my calf muscles and, oh, never again. I'll definitely do an all-nighter next time, Lawrence. And you can oh. maybe recommend a couple of the London boozers that you know all about, didn't you? Oh, mate, oh, the Cork Tavern. Now get two Celtic supporters clubs leaving from it. You know, underground Celtic supporters and uh, Houston Shamrock, both leaving from there. So, uh, great place to watch a Celtic game. Uh, or, I don't know, Sheephaven Bay and Mornington Crescent down Camden or Irish Club uh, out in Wimbledon. Lo- I want, to visit, I want to visit the Wimbledon uh, CSC. Apparently that's a cracking supporters club. Oh, it is, mate. It is. Uh, especially if the, the, there's nothing on the back room and that's opened. You know, sometimes I've got kind of functions on later and you, you've just got the game in the front room. But, yeah, well run. Uh, 
And if they've got the back room open for you, crack and day. You just know, Kevin, if you want to get a wee recommendation of a boozer, a good Celtic boozer, you can ask this man um, who's sitting across from me here. Uh, Dermot Celtic Rabito, love that name, uh, is the rematch on tonight. Jimmy the Dash v Tony the Bash. I think that's Rabito as in South Sydney. Okay, Rabito, sorry. My apologies, Dermot. An Aussie rules team. Is that right? South Sydney. I'm pretty sure South Sydney down near Maroubra. Brilliant. Thanks for tuning in, Dermot. You've got knowledge there. His knowledge (laughs) of pubs and all sorts. I take my hat off to you. Axom, a.k.a. Gladiator's Pit. Hope it's as lively tonight and go the boys. Well, I think this shooking made up after their wee disagreement about our defence. We're going to be talking about the defence. This is what happens in the Axom team. Wouldn't it be a bit boring if we all just agreed with each other? All the time. Um, and we've also got Uncle Juicy TV giving us an update on the B team. We're getting pumped, apparently, in the old forum B match. Did they still call it that at the B level? I'm not sure. And Paddy Lavery, afternoon all from a lovely sunny Ardoyne. I win today as I must. Well, a big shout out to you, Paddy, and the boys. If you're out enjoying it in the sunshine, let's hope we get the win today. Hail, hail, troops. 1969 Reaper Man. Hail, hail to you as well. Keep the comments coming in. We're going to run through the the team line. And Scott Howe tells us it's roasting in East Colbride. We had an East Colbride band in, actually, last week. Mate, I was playing golf there with uh, Scottish Starts player Alex McAdam this morning in East Colbride, and it was roasting. Yeah? Were you in East Colbride? Mate, yeah. What, what's East Colbride famous for? Roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> that you're going to give me some band uh, or footballer. There we go. Right, the team lines. Celtic will line up as follows: Hart, Jananovic, Cameron Carter, Vickers, Starfelt, Taylor, McGregor, Hatati, Rogic, Jota, Maeda, and Jakamakis on the bench. Bain, Beaton, Abada, Turnbull, McCarthy, Mikey Johnson, Idiguchi, O'Reilly, Ralston. No Dembele, he started for the B team. Ben Doak was on the bench, Lawrence. The Ross County team reads as follows. Laidlaw, Randall, Baldwin, Payton, Callaghan, Ayakaviti, uh, Charles Cook, Ramsey, Tilson, Hungbo and White. I remember Hungbo giving us a hard time last time round. And of course, Charles Cook is... Always good for a goal. Is there a concern, Kevin, that Ross County will get a goal? I mean, they have been uh, goal getters. I mean, if you look at their form uh, throughout the season, actually, but particularly over the last six games, I think there's always a threat. Um, just with the way we play at times, so we can be a bit gung ho. We're always on the front foot, so we're looking adventurous to get forward. Um, a team like County, it's going to be set up with somebody like Charles Cook with his pace. Um, you know, they're going to cause us problems every now and again. Um, but, you know, for all for all they can cause us problems, you've got to look at our back line. And I actually missed the show on Friday, so I don't know whose side I'm coming down on the, on the great debate about the Celtic defence. But we've got the best defence in the country just now. I mean, Staffelt and Carter Vickers have built up the best, the best partnership. We're not losing very many goals. We do look a lot more solid than we have done for a long time defensively. So... I think, yeah, Ross County will carry as much of a threat as getting a goal as anyone else would. But uh, I think we've got a bigger threat. And if they score one, we'll hit two. 
or more? Well, you know, I said this yesterday. I'm going to go back to the Friday debate, but I did say this uh, on the Friday night show, and I'm just going to remind Colin Watt that although he wasn't even up against anybody, he still lost the quiz. Such was his poor performance, where he only got five right, even though I gave him another two answers, Lawrence, and he didn't get them right. So hopefully you're enjoying the game, because Colin is nursing a wee hangover the day, and he's away to the match. Um, but when I look at the defence, yeah, the, the point basically was... We've got the best defensive record, which was what Tony alluded to. And Jim was, well, we should do. I mean, who are we up against? We should have the best defensive record. If you want to win the league, we should have the best defensive record. Last season, we had the second best defensive record, then we finished second. So that was it. It was a storm in a teacup, and everybody agreed, yeah, we've got the best defence in the league, and hopefully that will continue today. But we also need to look at the fact that a massive part of that, particularly when you look at last season, Lawrence is that guy with the gloves on at the back. Joe Hart, mass. I, I've said that before. I'm going to say it again. Pound for pound, our best signing this season. Listen, without doubt, the, the, the fact. That, I mean, the, the wages he dropped. He dropped. You know, he's, he's on fifteen grand a week here. Could easily have picked up seventy or eighty in, in the Premiership if he wanted. He's come here to play football and win trophies. Uh, the experience he brings uh, and just the confidence that, that the boys in front of him. Yeah, must take for him is, is huge but I mean, we've got a really young defence when you look at it as well mm. I think we've got you know, a young team which uh, is something that Jared told us that Ange, Ange does he builds you know, young teams that, that have got longevity in them so if we can keep Cameron Carter Vickers uh, you know it's a defence that's only going to improve isn't it you know their best years are ahead of them. so Hart's been huge in that for us uh, I think you could com- comfortably play for most teams in the Premiership down south. Still, is his level of performance, but look, I think you know we're really lucky to have him. He's been he's won the Golden Gloves numerous times. He's just you know he's head and shoulders above our other goalkeeper. Stop officer. it! Stop it! Yeah, I mean, you know Stop I say it. that Come every on. time we talk about Hart. Come so. on, now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael McDonald reckons it will be a walk in the park today. Ah, but it's a walk at Celtic Park, and four um, one would be lovely. Uh, gone yourself reckons it will be four one. If you're watching on YouTube. If you've been following us on social media, you'll be aware that we have got a lot of content lined up from all over the country. We were all obviously restricted uh, during the the lockdowns and all this kind of stuff. But we have been plotting and planning away. We've got the staff in place and we're out recording uh, on a regular basis. Hence my drive down to London and back. Um, I did actually take the wrong turn at one point, Lawrence, and I ended up in Marlborough. Um, and my co my my my, my co navigator uh, alerted me to the fact that I was on the wrong road, but we still got there in time and we still got the job done. So get yourself subscribing is the point of all that. Get yourself subscribing. Um, Andy Echo Scott comes in to tell us that he was bitten by a horse once in Dunoon as a kid and that it was undeserved. And I hope you've recovered from that, Andy. Um, Ryan Kelly, afternoon all. Mon the hoops today, absolutely. And Reaper, man, you're right. Fake news. If I or anybody on Axom has got anything to say, we will say it on our platform or on the social media. I'm no like Tony Haggerty. I don't have a big blue tick, but you can rest assured that my verified account is Paul John Dykes. So if I've got something to say, I'll say it. Or Would you want a, a blue tick? Statement. I'd want a green one. You know that, mate. Aye, it's just. That's what I like about Messenger. That's why I'm disappointed See, in Messenger, Tony accepting the blue one. To See, be Twitter is always in blue, but Messenger, you can 
pick your colours or you can change it to green all your oh, chats to green mate. it's just phenomenal it doesn't matter to me I don't have one Brian Degnan hail hail team Axel I almost nipped in for a brew when I was uh, way late on Thursday Brian uh, I could have came in and visited you because I was on the wrong road uh, hopefully we're on the right road today let's start off Kevin let's talk about this defence this best defence in Scotland copyright Jim Orr and in front of Joe Hart we've got Jananovic Carter Vickers Starfelt and Taylor We've had conversations over the last few weeks about whether or not that's the best defence. I personally would play Tony Ralston, and it's not uh, a, a romantic notion or a sympathetic uh, notion to Tony and what he's been through and what he's come through to, to be a, 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 you know, a very important part of this team. I just think he's a better um, player than Greg Taylor, and therefore I would have Juranovic playing left-back. That's my take on it. I think the two centre-halves have developed a really good relationship in the centre of defence. But it looks as though, Kevin, Ange believes this is his strongest defence. It seems that way, yeah. Um, When you're coming up towards these bigger games, and I'll class this as a big game because we play before Rangers, it's a must-win game to increase that lead at the top of the table, put the pressure on them. This is the back four that he tends to go with. Um, I personally... Agree. I would say that this is the best defence. I totally take the point on board that um, Juranovic might technically be the best left back that we've got, but I feel he's a better right back than Ralston. And the balance that Taylor being a left footer on the left gives you um, <coughs> is something that we can't really take out the team. And I think Taylor's a better option than Scales at the moment. Who mm. he's dropped out. Maybe yeah. getting a look in at all. He's completely at the picture. So I mean, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be kind into my milk or anything like that if uh, Ralston was starting ahead of Taylor. But I do, I feel this is the best defence that we've got. Um, and the centre-back pairing, I think, really has developed a lot as the season's gone, gone on. They had a, a few kind of rocky moments at the start, but that seems to have kind of faded away as the season's gone on. And like you say, Joe Hart behind, probably, pound for pound, the best signing we've made. You just cannot underestimate some of the saves that he's made at big moments in big games. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, this is this is the strongest defence. Um, so yeah, I, I I got no complaints, no arguments over Ange picking this one week in week out. You know, when I look at the um, the performances of Carter Vickers and, and Starfelt, I, I always find it interesting, Lawrence, when Alan Morrison joins us once a month on a Friday, and he talks about the stats versus the eye test because you can watch a game and you have a perception of a player or a performance after the game. And sometimes the stats don't back that up. Or vice versa. You might think someone's not played particularly well, but when you're presented with the stats, you think, wow, I missed a lot of that. And one of the big reasons for that is sometimes you remember moments, you know, very bad moments or very good moments. But what Alan was talking about is that, um, you know, the, the Starfelt stats, the Cameron Carter-Vicker stats, uh, stats and, and also the Stephen Welsh stats because... Laura had brought up Stephen Welsh, who um, is out of favour at the moment and isn't on the bench today. Um, and, and I think that when we're looking about developing players, that's been a hot topic recently, hasn't it, with regards to Ben Doak, 
who uh, started certainly on the bench against Rangers for the B team today, and the fact that Dembele's at that stage where we're wondering whether or not he's going to get a new contract. It's a wee bit disappointing for me that Welsh has dropped out. I'm not aware of any injury, if anyone can maybe correct me in the comment section. Uh, but Ange didn't speak about that in his pre-match presser. Um, I'm happy with the two centre-halves, but not so happy that Welsh has kind of dropped out the picture. What's your thoughts on that one? Listen, I, I think it's just to get more attacking options on the bench. We generally don't change at the back unless it's uh, well, the centre-halves, unless it's enforced. Uh with the defence we've got out, I'd say Greg Taylor's the best left back at the club. Uh, I think he's a better left back than Juranovic is, so more than happy that you know he's in there. I think his stats probably bear it out as well, although I've not studied him in great detail. If you're putting Juranovic in, you know it's four right-footed players in your defence. I think it's just really unbalanced, but happy with the defence, and I think Welsh is unlucky to miss out, but I think it's just that partnership that. Starfelt and Cameron Carter-Vickers have developed it. It's just so solid just now that it's going to be hard for him to break back in. I think it's probably not made the bench because Ange just wants to keep as many attacking options on there as possible. And that's what he's looking at. So I think that's probably why he's dropped out. But he's still got a big future ahead of him, Welsh, I think. I mean, he was he was wanted in January. They were talking about, you know, this um, you know Italian... Uh, teams buying Scottish players and, and I'm going over there and doing particularly well you know Ewan Henderson seems to have broken the mould with that you go back to the 80s uh, and a lot of British players were going over uh, back then I remember Ian Rush and Graham Soonis Trevor Francis Ray Wilkins there was a lot of Joe Jordan Joe Jordan Celtic manager absolutely yeah big Joe wouldn't fight him um, and obviously you went, then went into players like David Platt and uh, I think Des Walker went over Certainly, but there wasn't a great deal of Scottish players. Um, however, there was talk that Stephen Welsh was wanted over in Serie A. What was it? I talk of McStagan. Was that not when he threw his jersey into the? I do the, remember the that. Was, uh, right. Yeah, I think it was Sampdoria. Was the team he was on yeah, we had a very good chat actually with Willie McStay, not the one that appears on the channel, remember to subscribe, uh, ladies and gents. But um, one time we did a gig in Falkirk, I can't remember the name of the bar actually. That oh, we did okay. it in. Yeah, me and Kev were there, weren't we? Aye, yeah. that's right. Was it Star or something? Was it Star Bar, maybe? I think so, aye. I think so. Any Falkirk natives maybe correct us on that? And Willie was talking about the, the teams throughout his career that, that came in for Paul McStay. Uh, Howard Kendall loved Paul McStay, tried to sign him for Everton. Um, I'm I'm thinking was it was it Atalanta or Ascoli was it a team beginning with an A that wanted um, McStay nearer the end of his time at Celtic but at the beginning Inter Milan Juventus wanted him you know that he could have played anywhere Paul McStay could have played absolutely anywhere and we'll get back onto the um, David Turnbull subject in a moment if Laura Bradburn is watching he's back on the bench here we go Juice Master Gaming getting smashed in the B game watch the score we're watching. Uh, our own stream and we're keeping an eye on the, the Celtic content coming through for kickoff. So if you could update us with a score, let us know. Uh, never want to get beat at any level against Rangers in the derby. Uh, Thomas Niven hopes that it'll be three or four nil Mon the hoop says Thomas, welcome Monte. Good to see you in and amongst the chat. Are you and boy Ma- uh, Martin as well? Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. 
Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. He'll be joining us for the Rangers game in the studio. We may need to be patient today, says Ewan. Uh, County will have 10 men behind the ball. If we score early, we could win by four or five. But equally, it could be a nervy, frustrating game. I think you're right. The first goal is going to be absolutely key. Daniel uh, makes the point that with Regan Charles Cook, they are a threat. I absolutely agree with that. I said um, yesterday, chatting to Colin about this, that I think we need to we need to um, score at least three goals. Uh, because I think we're going to have to outscore them. They're going to, you know, there is a chance they're going to get a goal or two. So I, I expect it to be three one four two. That that's the way I'm looking at this particular game. Um, when we move into the midfield, then Kev McGregor, Hatate, Rogic. Is that how you would have played it today? I mean, you're looking at uh, Hatate's. Um, performance against Dundee United where he was hooked at half time there was a lot of chat around that tackle um, it wasn't his best game let's be honest but he's retained the jersey and um, at the moment I think Tommy Rogic it's a flip of a coin between him and O'Reilly for me yeah I agree on the last point definitely uh, between Rogic and O'Reilly it's a flip of the coin one has to play I don't think the two of them complement each other when they play alongside each other I think in the few games that they have done um, it just hasn't worked, so it's one or the other, and it's you know it's a great option to have the other one on the bench. In this case, O'Reilly, Cal Max, a definite. He's got to start every week in the midfield, not just because he's the captain, but because he's just such a great player in the midfield. He 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 makes us play. He dictates the tempo for us. Um, so obviously, he's the first name in there. Hatate probably is the only one that would have been up for doubt, as he said, didn't have the best game against United. Fortunate maybe not to picked up a red card for that tackle. I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, just how bad it really was. But I think with Hatati, what he does is he just brings that energy to the midfield mm-hmm. that other players don't really have. So if he's on his game, you know, and against Ross County, you've got to start him. And if he's on his game, he's he's going to be a really influential player in the midfield for us. If he's not, we've got five subs, so we can't afford to take him off at half time. You know, it's it's we've got that luxury now, and we've got boys on the bench that could come on and make a difference. You know, you, you bring Beaton on and pushes McGregor further forward. You could do the same with McCarthy. You could bring O'Reilly on and and you know hope that for the first time him and Rogic tick together. But I mean, I think we know how good a player Hatate can be, and I think Ange obviously knows how good he is and that he will fit into his system possibly better than any of the other midfielders we've got. So I, I don't have any issues with them playing. And I think now we have seen Andrew's more likely to make a change earlier if he sees it's not going right. So And, he, and he's got the options on the bench that, that can change it if, if it needs to be. We, we did speak a few times throughout the season that there seemed to be a reluctance to change things. You know, that was a, a criticism last season. You know, 65, 70 minutes, you might have got the subs then. But then... It might all come down to personnel, Lawrence, because he has shown he's made he's made not just against Dundee United, he's made changes at half time. He's made triple substitutions when he thinks it's required. Um I actually looked at the performance, if we forget for a moment about the tackle that that became the talking point, I thought Atati played okay. And I remember at half time Tony and I agreed with that, but I'll, there was a lot of disagreement in the comments section. They weren't happy with his performance. And I thought he got hooked because of the, the, the fact that he was on a booking and because of who the ref was. 
I mean, the refereeing um, by beating is scandalous, let's be honest, chopping off that goal, for example. Um, and I just think that's why he was hooked. I don't think it was on performance. Would you agree with that? I think the yellow card uh, definitely played a big part in him coming off. I, I thought he was OK, but no more than OK up to that point. Um, maybe Ange just felt that, you know, it was time for a change. Going to be interesting that this week, you know, we've had almost a week off and this is us and we're going to have kind of a week between games now, isn't it? So Ange should be uh, getting more time to work with the players and the players getting more rest. So I thought Hatati had been OK, but on a yellow... It's probably the easier sub to make. We needed to change something, and I, I think him being on a yield has probably persuaded Ange that he's the guy to get changed. As midfield today, listen, if Tom Rogic's in form, it could be three or four easy to us, couldn't it? If Rogic's in the mid today, Ross County's not going to stop him. The midfield is Callum and two others. And you dare say, if Rogic's in form and been showing up well in training, it, it he starts ahead of O'Reilly just now for me. I think he's hit heights that O'Reilly could hit in the future, but hasn't hit yet. So it's a good midfield to start with. You know? Even though O'Reilly's into Aerosmith. He's into Aerosmith. You've you forgiven him for that. Um, Brian Walsh, yeah, he's into Aerosmith. Good afternoon. The shake of the head by Kevin says it all. Good afternoon, says Brian, from sunny Dublin. It's 16 degrees. There isn't a cloud in the sky and I am listening to the Axon pre-match in the garden. Beer's chilling in the fridge. Brian, that sounds like bliss. So I hope you enjoy that and I hope you enjoy a very accomplished performance by Celtic. Up top we have Jota is back with Maeda and Yakamakis. I'm guessing Jota's on the right, Kevin, with Maeda on the left. Do you reckon that's how we're going to line up? Uh, it would look like it, yeah. Um, Jota's done that before. He's played both flanks for us. Um and I think you know, when Maeda's not been through the middle, he's played out in the left. So, yeah, that, that seems to be the kind of logical lineup. Uh, I would probably have preferred to see Abada back, to be on, uh, honest with you, if he was fit enough to play. But um, it's great to have Yota in the team because he's such a good player, such a talent. Uh, he'll, he'll be, again, the one that we'll be looking for to make things happen. Maeda, I'm still unconvinced of as a left winger. Because I just I don't see that he's got the kind of final ball that you need out wide. He's better as a centre forward, um, you know, making the runs off the the shoulders of the last defenders, which he's probably not going to get much of a chance to do today. Because I imagine Kent will defend quite deep. So yeah, you've got to look then at Jack Yamaki. has been the perfect player to have up front to to cause that bit of chaos that he does uh, as the main centre forward. He'll hustle and harry the defenders. So. It's a strong front three. It's one that really should be capable of doing the job today. And again, you know, as, as Lawrence was saying before with the midfield, if that's not working, you just look at the bench and you've got a badder that can come on. Mikey Johnson, you know, he's he's got some tricks about him that he could pose a threat. You always feel he's got a game in him at some point. But there's options there that we can change things around if it's not working. But, uh, it's, a, it's a strong front three to start with. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Paul Bain comes in to confirm that it was the starting. Um, who else was on that night? It was Tom Boyd, maybe? Aye, Tom Boyd was Tom there. Tom Boyd and Willem McStay. Kevin yep. Ferrier also tells us it was the starting um, as well. And it was Udinese, according to Ozzy Adam. That does ring a bell that wanted Welsh, and we kept him. And I think that was a great uh, vote of confidence by Ange. Uh, I, I'm a big fan 
of Welsh. There's absolutely no denying that uh, our strongest partnership at the back is the one that's starting today, but uh, hopefully it doesn't like scales just drift away uh, out of the squad. When we're looking, I'm also uh, noticing that a jetty or a Yeti has dropped off the bench as well. But we do have a few players that, that even at this stage, I want to see more of. And one of them is Idiguchi. He's he's a player that's come in, um, obviously got a, a very early injury, Kevin, but we haven't seen a great deal of him. I would like to see a wee bit more, and hopefully we can see more of Idiguchi today. Yeah, I, I feel like he's one of the players that seems to have been overlooked for some reason. And the last few games, when you've been looking uh, kind of at the... The subs that we've been making, you're feeling now's the time to bring him on, just give him 15, 20 minutes. And he's only been getting maybe the last five minutes if he's coming on at all. So I'd like to see him come on. I'd like to see us take control of this game from the off and you know have one of those performances where we, where we win it in the first half. And then somebody like Gucci could come on for the last 30 minutes or whatever and just actually get a decent run out at Celtic Park in a comfortable game and, and uh, let him show us what he can actually bring to the midfield. Because at the moment, he's still very much an unknown quantity. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, Rab McEwen also points out something that Lawrence was saying earlier. Maybe he sees beat on his cover for the centre-back so he can have more attacking players on the bench. And I think that's the case, Rab. Uh, we kicked off a wee bit earlier on the Axom Bulletin just to deal with some uh, concerns that had been raised about comments that were made on another podcast last night. And as I say, we stand alone on Axom. Anything we wish to say, we'll say it on our own platform. But the teams are just entering the field of play. Uh, and it's a glorious sunny day out there. Lawrence, we're enjoying it in the studio. And Kevin McCluskey is enjoying the Hungarian sunshine. Um, and I hope everybody enjoys that first half performance. If you're watching on YouTube, like I say, we've got a lot of videos coming. So make sure uh, that you subscribe to the channel. Uh, all that's left for me to say is enjoy the game. And thank you to Lawrence Conley and Kevin McCluskey for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer 
offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Network.